If you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army, you'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast, and this is your host, Tim Madden. Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Super excited you guys are listening in today. Hey, and if you don't know me, I help those targeting six figures and multiple six figures find jobs they love quickly and hopefully get you just a little more money, which is actually what we're talking about today. As always, if you're looking for more career advice, you can go over to execupgrades.com backslash publications where we have many, many career resources and articles that have been posted to some publications on all things career. So if you're new, if this is your first time, we go live every single week inside the Executive Career Network on Facebook, which is the largest of directors, VPs, and executives looking to connect and collaborate and grow their career. And we're up to 6,400 members now. If you're watching the Executive Career Upgrade right now, give me a, hi, Tim, how's it going down in the chat? And of course, we stream to iTunes and Spotify each week. Each week, also, I deliver tactics and strategies to help you with your mindset, get on more interviews, convert those interviews to offers, have those difficult conversations about money, which typically no one likes talking about, and how to be super successful when you land your next role. Do me a favor. As always, if you get anything from this episode, leave me a review over on iTunes. It really helps other people just like you get the job, get the money get what they want out of their career as they're making their next career move. And hey, the things I share with you on this podcast might you know, benefit a friend, a family member, a business associate. It could be exactly what they needed to hear to have a massive career transformation. As always, if you need help in your career, you can go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but I, I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure we've helped we're in between 400 and 450 people this year, right? We've helped four to 450 people get jobs they love this year. Um, you can go check out some of those testimonials on execupgrades.com backslash results. So if you've been listening to the podcast, right, you know you're not where you need to be in your career. You've been thinking about it for a couple of years. You keep getting, you're having problems getting on interviews. You're having problems converting those interviews to offers, I highly and highly encourage you schedule a free consultation with us. Again, you can go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Let's get into today's episode. I know you guys are going to love this episode. Episode 11, how to maintain high compensation increases throughout your career. I know you're going to find this valuable. First, I'm going to start with saying this. Everyone always wants more money, wants a great career, but most people don't want to do what it takes to actually achieve this. I said it, I'm sorry, but I know that's not you because that's actually why you're listening to this podcast right now. You want to figure out, hey, 
I know I'm meant for something more. I know I'm working right. I'm operating, you know, at this level right now, but I know my true potential is right here. I'm going to give you the taxes and strategies to make sure you can get these upward mobility moves consistently. Number one, if you're taking notes, I'd highly recommend it. This is going to help you throughout your whole career. These are in no specific order of um, importance. Number one, you have to network and collaborate with other leaders in your industry. If you think you're going to be one of the big dogs, if you have aspirations to be a CEO one day and you're going to make it there all on your own, you won't. Okay. I remember recently, well, not recently, it's probably like nine months ago at this point, but the story just stays true in my mind all the time. I remember we worked with this um, individual named Blake who was, um, he was a direct, he was a VP of IT, right? He was going after another job. And while we did help him get that role he wanted, you know, get, um, you know, a compensation increase. I'll never forget what he said on the testimonial video. And if you're watching live in the, in the uh, ECN right now, I'm going to post uh, his video down below where he talks about, you know what, Tim, I found another job. Thank you. I got some more money. Thank you. It is a good company. But he said, Tim, do you know what I found most valuable, right, about working together? He says, I have so many chief technology officers that I can call friends now that I can call when I have a technology issue, a leadership issue, when I want to just have another mentor to reach out to or collaborate with. Guys, you need to have an army of advocates in your career. If you're a VP of sales right now, if you don't know at a minimum 10 other VPs of sales, let's say, for instance, you're a VP of sales at Salesforce. If you are connecting and collaborating with people at Splunk, Google, Facebook, Oracle, who similarly do what you do in the marketplace, guys, shame on you. Change that immediately. You need to connect and collaborate with people at your level or above your level. So that whenever you find yourself in a career search, you have a page of people that you can call. Imagine a VP at Salesforce, right? Think not making a career move right now, but consistently makes it a point to connect at least once a week or once every two weeks with someone he doesn't know inside of the same domain at a different organization simply to collaborate. How well would that help your job search? Okay. But it takes time. What do you have to do? You have to make sure your profile on LinkedIn guys is going to be the easiest way to get a hold of these people. Okay. You have to make sure your profile brands you as a leader, highlights your accomplishments and achievements so that you can connect with those other people because they're going to see you as a trusted advisor, as a leader in the industry. Okay. And it's really easy to get a hold of these people on LinkedIn. You can just go to Salesforce, search by who's VP of sales in the same departments as me, reach out with them with a little note. Hey, John, I know we both had successful careers in SaaS, you know, at the VP level. I always make it a point to continue to grow my network, connect and collaborate with other leaders like myself. Is this something you'd be open to? As successful people too, they want to connect and collaborate with other people. So if you're not doing this, if you're staying in your own island, only talking to people at your company, never talking to anyone else, you're going to approach a career search. Here's what's going to happen when a riff happens. Uh, you know, you get let go. Who, who knows? You know you're met for something more. So you start getting more serious about your career search. Here's what you're going to do. Here's what most people do. Everyone I talk to. Hey, Tim, I needed a job. So I did what everyone else did. 
right? I went to these online job boards, which is the worst way to get a job. Connect and collaborate with these other people. Imagine having a, a, a nice list of, let me contact all these people to see if there's any opportunity in their companies, see if there's any opportunities in other places, or just think about this. You can share best practices with each other. If I have a problem, I want to be able to connect and collaborate with other people and say, hey, have you guys ever encountered this before? What did you guys do? Number one, network and collaborate with other leaders in your industry like yourself. If you don't do this, you will not make it to the level you know you should be at eventually. Number two, this takes time too. invest in yourself. This doesn't even mean money, but I think it should. There's videos on YouTube, sales, mindset, self-development. There's programs, there's coaches, there's seminars, there's books, okay? If the most important skill in business is effective communication. So whether you read the book by John Maxwell, buy a $99 course, work with a coach or something, communication needs to be at the forefront of your learning, followed by probably sales and influence, even if you're not even in sales. You need to be able to influence your team Okay, you need to be able to sell your team on technology changes, personnel changes, right? But if you don't if you don't take the time to work on yourself, why should a company invest in you and give you more money? So make sure I make it a point all the time. I'm an avid reader. Guys, right now, if you want to know what Tim Madden's reading, I'm reading the G code by my man Ryan Stuman talking about how do we make sure we have a successful life? He says, Tim, if you do these five things every single day, I, I assure you it's going to change your life. But if it's not this book, it's a book on leadership, motivation, or something. How can you get better without more skills? It's crazy. Invest in yourself, whether it be time or money. Get connected to other coaches. Go to seminars and hook up with other people who want to do well in the marketplace. It will serve you well throughout your career. Number three, know your industry better than anybody else. How do we do that? We have to do market research on, you know, if I'm in technology, right? I have to stay up to date with all of the changes that technology is providing so I can use innovation inside my current organization and future organizations. I want to post this stuff on LinkedIn. Hey guys, I found this great article on the top five technological challenges that most CTOs are going to face in 2022. What I found most valuable was this one. What do you guys think? You have to be doing research. If you're in marketing, sales, uh, leadership, et cetera, even leadership, right? If you lead teams, guys, we're approaching a new workforce that wants to work remote. How can you navigate this successfully? How can you find the right people? How can you hire the right people? Most of you guys, when you're trying to hire people for your team, what do you do? You yell at HR, tell them to bring you people, and then you don't have a format to follow when you interview them. It's crazy. So how, how do you validate the quality of your hires? How do you know your industry? I would really encourage you, right? You should know your industry, whatever it is, 
better than most people. And the only way to do that is to stay consistent with current trends in the marketplace, future challenges that you're going to probably have to overcome. Number four, you got to make massive impacts every time you're with a company. You have to go inside companies and leave them tremendously better than when you started. And as soon as you get to that point where you've done everything you can, you've increased efficiency as best as you can, you've grown the teams, you have a succession plan, it's time for your next journey. I keep it real here on the Executive Career Upgrades podcast. If you have been in a role for more than five years, guys, and you're listening to a podcast about career advice and how do I accelerate my career, you probably need to knock yourself in the head right now. Okay? Let's be honest. Every job you guys are in, you've pretty much mastered it within two years. If you're watching in the ECN or on YouTube or wherever you're watching or a replay, do you agree with me, right? There isn't more stuff you're going to learn at that position. What do we crave as, as human beings, right? We crave growth. So even though you have a good team, even though you have a good culture, even though you have a big boss, when you keep doing the same thing over and over again and you've mastered it, what happens in your career? It gets boring. Then you get frustrated, then you get depressed. Then you start questioning yourself and everyone thinks you have it good. Yeah, because you know you were meant for more. How do we have huge impacts of the company? This goes hand in hand with the others, right? Well, I'm networking and collaborating with seeing what other successful people are doing. I'm investing, reading books that take time, programs, coaches, seminars, watching videos on YouTube, which I do frequently. Figuring out how do I become a better communicator? How do I hire better people? How do I validate the quality of hires? And I know my industry well. And I apply those tactics and strategies to make sure I have a huge impact at the company. All right, number five, probably the most important, okay? And I posted it in the Executive Career Network, right? Got like 300 comments, according to Forbes. Well, I'm going to share with you guys two statistics right now. Number one, let's talk about the most successful people in business right now at the director, VP, and executive level. Let me share with you tenure. So let's talk about this study was the most successful people in business at the most successful companies. On average, stay there 1.7 years. So if the most successful people in business at the most successful companies on average are staying at companies 1.7 years, continually climbing the ladder, the data speaks for itself. Go to this new organization, make the biggest impact you can, then look for your next challenge after you've gathered more skills. The other study done by Forbes says that if you do not change jobs every two to three years, you will lose 50% of your income or of your lifetime income potential. If you stay at a company for 20 years, I know our parents did it, right? You know how companies go. 
They're going to give you a three to 5% increase. If you have a good year, if you get promoted to your first director job, they're going to give you what? 20 more K 30 more K or whatever it is. When you leave an organization that you did well at, and you know how to brand yourself, market yourself, interview well, be a true consultant for these future companies like the most successful people in business are, that's when you get massive career compensation increases. But if you don't network and collaborate with other people, other leaders in your industry, invest in yourself with time and money, know your industry better than most people, have made have had a track record of success throughout your career and always make it a point to have the biggest impact you can with your company and your team. And you don't more than likely leave positions every two to three years. You're going to be missing out on a lot, lot of money throughout your career. Hopefully these tips helped you. Hey, I wish it was, you know, people don't stay at companies for 20 years anymore. Remember the reason people did that was for pension plans, which less than 20,000 organizations out of the millions in America, right? They don't offer that anymore. Now they try to reel you in with stocks, right? But let's take instance of stocks investing in RSUs. When do they vest? Three or four years. When they vest, that's probably a good time to move on, Okay. That's when you're going to get that massive compensation increase. Now, here's what I can tell you. Just because you leave jobs every two or three years is not going to guarantee you a huge compensation increase. What value did you bring? Have you been investing in yourself? Have you been doing these things? Guys, I wish it was easy. I wish it was easy to leave one company and go to another, right? And just get these massive compensation increases. Hey, it takes time. Welcome to the success club, right? Success is difficult. People in their off time do not want to invest time and money into themselves to develop themselves. And it's that makes me very sad because that means they're not living up to their true potential. Okay. If you make it a point to do this, you will live a much better life. You'll consistently be met with challenges that push you, right? Connecting with people, other leaders, right? Get more, make a bigger impact, grow teams, impact their lives, make the company and the world hopefully a better place depending on what company that you're working at. Compensation always follows these things. These are, these are the people that companies want to hire. Are you one of them? Hope this helps everyone. See you next week for another episode of the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As always, if you need help in your career, if you know right now, I've worked at the same company for 10 years and I've only got a 50 to 70K increase across a decade, please go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast and schedule a call with us, okay? If you know you're not living up to your potential, please schedule a call with us. If you've never invested in yourself, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. You owe it to your future company to be the best version of yourself. Have a great day, everyone.